BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. We are on the other side of the week. Congratulations, you made a bitch. The other side, the other side, the, the other, other side, side of the week. I was doing The Other Side of the Door by Taylor Swift, but I actually like yours better. Both iconic, both so exciting in order to celebrate being on the other side of the week. It's just the best feeling, like, and it's crazy how this feeling comes every week, you know, for... Yet it still feels so rare. 52 weeks a year, 28 years of my life. And still, the feeling never gets old. Never. You know, so... Congratulations. Congratulations to everyone. We made it over the hump, and we're sliding into Friday. Slide. Just gonna slide right in like A-Rod in San Tropez. Gonna slide right in like Derek Path in my DMs. Oh, I wish. in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a great show for you guys today. Um, I'm battling a little bit of a cough, so if I sound sexy and raspy, try not to get too turned on, okay? Yeah, it's a little bit of sticky, sh sticky shoe syndrome. It's actually exactly that. My sticky, sticky shoes. That was oh, sexy. Oh, wow, so I think you have to sing more today. The other side of the door. No, I'm honestly like not having that type of cough, like where my voice sounds really good. No, I think it does sound good, but it's like, your voice sounds good, but you know, you don't have the strength to sing. Like, That's you know, true. it's like you don't have the, the joie de vivre. No, I don't have the joie de sing. Like you don't have a song in your heart. And I always do. I know, and that's what's really sad about being sick. I've, I've been broken. She's been broken. This but illness. But she persevered and she came today because she said, I must deliver the Fast Five, I have to do it. And I am not COVID positive. I did get a COVID test, so there are other illnesses out there. And I think I've just got a cough. I think, the, and like the common cold, you know? Yeah, even though feels very uncommon. Well, it always feels uncommon. And the cold is actually the worst thing to have because nobody takes you seriously. Yes. They're like, you're such a fucking oh, baby. Just a cold. There's no medicine that treats it. You know, you can have soup and crackers. No, totally. And maybe have some Nobody toast. respects you. Nobody respects you, but you're suffering. Yeah, no, and it's like, they just write you off like, oh, it's just a cold. But it's like, it is, because I feel like I'm on death's door over here. And it's not like when you have strep, you get an antibiotic, and every day you're feeling better. It's like with the cold, you just have to ride it out with no respect no, attached to it. No, there's nothing you can do to shorten it. Like it's, I'm coming to terms with the fact like I have a lot of weekend plans that I might, might not be able to go to. Oh my goodness, yeah. But like I will not give in to this illness. Like right after the toast, like I'm getting soup. I'm going to take a really, really hot shower, like break down this mucus in my chest. Like I'm not giving in. And I'm not giving up. Okay, I just want to let you know. I'm so here for your There's resilience. There's nothing I can do. No, no, I'm here for your resilience. But it's that sort of attitude that sometimes makes it worse. And then, totally. then you got a real problem. Totally. But if you just nip it in the bud and listen to your body. Oh, I am. 
I know, but like you got to give it a few days in bed. And then like if you were to do that by Monday, you would be feeling better as opposed to Monday. Monday? As opposed to Monday, pneumonia. No, the thing is, is that like being sick as an adult is the fucking worst because I wish I was feeling this way on Monday. Then I knew like by the weekend I would be feeling totally fine. But now it's like, I don't even mind. Okay, whatever, missing work. Sure, whatever. But like when my personal time off is up for grabs, that's upsetting. Yeah, that is upsetting. And that's what I'm currently struggling with. Yeah, so. I work too damn hard for this PTO to go home now. I agree. But take it easy today, tomorrow. We'll see where you at. I'll give you I'll give you an evaluation tomorrow. Yeah. I did myself no favors. Yesterday was a really busy day for me, but it was totally worth it, even though like I was dying on the right. inside. Oh, now you can tell us all about your secret project yes. that wasn't your secret to share. It was not even though I told Taylor, I was like, I almost spilled it on the toast. She was like, I literally she's so chill. She's like, I literally don't care. It's hard to know. I know, and I took all these pictures. I'm like, you post first and then tell me what I can post. She was like, no, just post whatever you want. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> Are you sure? That's so It was rare. so weird. Like, she's, she's really not like other girls. Truly. Um, so I went over to her house yesterday. I also podcasted. Like, of course, she gets me for five minutes. I'm the same with her. I'm like, need you on the podcast. So we podcasted for Taste of Taylor. Um, but then yesterday, their wedding's in like a couple weeks. Taylor and Taylor went to City Hall to get their marriage license. They needed a witness. And even though it really was like a true formality, like you had an appointment at City Hall, we had to make it special, you of know? Of course. They both were white. As they were getting dressed, I ran across the street to the dollar store and got, like, the only things I could find, which was, like, fake flowers. And they didn't have any veils, so I just bought, like, confetti poppers. And I was popping the confetti in City Hall, and I did get in trouble because in this climate, you really can't do that. I didn't realize how loud they were. Yeah, and, like, to be making a mess in City Hall. That's I cleaned just... it up. Oh, I that's... picked up the confetti. Oh, that's good. I just startled the employees with the pop, pop, that's pop. That's really bad. That's really bad. And, like, I think I embarrassed Taylor and Taylor, you know? Yeah, it was bad. I didn't know this was a sad story. It goes downhill pretty quickly. Okay, but but it seemed like, you know, everything went well. Yes. You witnessed, they licensed. I signed it. And my name was, like, on all their paperwork. So, mm -hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, it just felt special. Well, that's so nice that you did that and that you just had such a fun, exciting day yesterday. Go into the chapel and we're... Gonna get married. Go into the chapel and gonna get married. Go into the chapel and gonna get married. By the way, this is like the song that never ends. This is really good. These were like true wedding bells. I can't believe that we like haven't had an instrument. To date, like it took us four years. Four years. That's horrible. We need more. We need a ukulele. We do need a um, shaker. Shake, shake, shake. Tambourine. 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 With a drum. It has a drum and a shake. It's a twofer. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Go into the chapel and where? Wait. Oh, that was all. Go. Yeah, shit. Okay. Go into the chapel and where? Gonna get married. Go into the chapel and we're gonna get married. That was Congratulations, nice. That Taylor one goes out Taylor. to you, Taylor and Taylor, if you ever see this. Literally, ever. No, but like, I just can't relate to people who do, like, everyone has to go and do the courthouse wedding thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't relate to people who, like, don't make it fun and corny. I, we literally spoke about that on the podcast that I did with Taylor yesterday, because, like, it's a thing. It's a thing. Like, I got all dressed up, Zach, oh, no. and they do sell flowers right outside. No, but we went to Jersey City. 
because that's where they currently reside. And I thought that they would, you know, in Manhattan, they have like people you could like pay $1,000 to like be your witness, take pictures. They, they carry like fancy cameras. They didn't have that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you were still able to make it your own. Obviously, even just wearing white, like you must wear white. Of course. Can I tell you something I'm really struggling with right now? I see what you're holding in your hand. Do you know what I'm about to say? Your flow is about to be disrupted. Okay. And I was worried about you yesterday, and I wanted to help you, but I didn't want to step on your toes. I know. I wish you had texted me to remind me. Here's what happened. But you were sick. I didn't want to give you jobs, and you'd be like, bitch, you do it. (laughs) Here's what happened. No, no. I don't want you to do it. Like, I'm really- I know. I know. I didn't want to step on your toes, but I would have posted Chriselle. Fuck. Okay. So when Jackie left for her trip, I got into a really good groove with our Instagram at the morning toast Our, the feed the feed and what i've started to do is we post a picture every day of us in studio and then we update you guys on the news so i've decided to be really strict and only post twice after our initial in studio photo because then we get a really cool flow so if you'll switch to my individual camera you'll see all of the pictures of us in studio get lined up and it becomes just like a cool thing mm-hmm. yesterday i was ill and busy and i only posted once so i think i should post right now Okay. Just to get it up. And I'm just going to post this picture of Chriselle. Okay. And like, say, I know it's old. And just say, you'll understand when you watch today's show. Okay, hold on. But can you wait to post that till like, we finish recording? That way, people can go and watch today's show. But then we're going to post twice in a row. It, stranger things have happened. Okay, but, like, do not post that in studio. Jackie I, always posts the in-studio photo. I won't. Oh, my God, okay. I I'm, won't until you give me the green light, because I know you have you this passion of yours. No, and it's, like, it's only been going on for, like, a week, so, like... I want to make it so that, like, forever, you know? No, I know. And it's like, if you, if, if at one week you can't hack it, like, it doesn't bode well. So I think it's important. No, if I fuck it up once, I fuck it up forever. I think it's important to, to take these emergency measures. Okay, so I'll post it at the end of the episode before our in-studio photo. Yes, and of course, we will be talking about Chriselle because I have so many thoughts and more than my own thoughts. I'm so curious to hear yours. Okay. You know? Yeah, of course. So do you think without further ado to do to do? For sure. Like we only have so long till my voice gives out. That's true. And also we'll give you your Olympics mini recap at the end of the show. We are not going to be spoiling what happened this morning in Tokyo because if any of you don't know what happened, like you deserve to watch it in prime time. Yeah. And you should all have the experience that Olivia Ashray robbed me of this morning. Right. And that's the second thing Olivia has robbed me of. She also robbed me of the ending of The Irishman. Well, not really. Yes, I stand by that Olivia spoiled the Irishman for me. Just because I didn't know Jimmy Hoffa was murdered. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Just because I didn't know in real life. Who the fuck is Jimmy Hoffa? Like, I didn't know that he was murdered in real life. Apparently, Olivia is like, everyone knew that. Everyone did not know that. No. So she really didn't have to spoil. You didn't know. No, See, I didn't she didn't know. have to spoil. That's just like an obscure historical fact. That's not like obvious like the titanic it sunk like right that's that, spoiler alert that's not a spoiler yeah i agree also um but like with the simone bile stuff when it happened that morning we talked it's about too it too big it was everywhere like that just you know there's a difference but you know we'll save <clears throat> that also um i wa- have been watching white Lo- white lotus oh, on I've hbo heard about it. um and i'll talk about it because i don't think you need to watch it and that's my okay that's my thesis i mean like i literally cannot take anything else on i had to break i watched the olympics during the day too and i had to take a break to watch Tuesday night's Love Island and honestly it was the most anxious I've ever felt in my life I'm like I've got to get back to the Olympics that's not good it's not good no wonder you're not feeling well the Olympics are like low-key ruining my life (laughs) like like I'm enjoying it but it's so much fucking pressure and like you feel pressure I feel pressure imagine how they feel totally but like everyone's kind of like you know like coming to me as like this like Olympics like kind of kind of sore expert and it's it's humbling for sure but it's overwhelming yeah I well no wonder you're not feeling well you have too much on your plate too much Okay, without further ado to do to do, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. 
And today's episode is brought to you by Noom. When it comes to losing weight, there's a lot of pressure out there to label foods as good or bad, but that just creates unnecessary dilemmas. Noom is here to change how we see food with a psychology-based approach that looks at what you eat, but also how you eat. Instead of making you feel guilt or regret, Noom will empower you just to keep going. Because you don't need rules to lose weight. You just need the knowledge and wisdom to help you build smarter, more sustainable habits. Their cognitive behavioral approach helps you unlearn bad habits and better understand your relationship with food. One size does not fits all. You can choose your goals and Noom will personalize your weight loss program for you. 80% of Noomers finish the program and over 60% have stuck with the goals for at least a year because not everyone wants to be on a strict diet, do two a days at the gym, or drink questionable teas. Now, Jackie, I know you've had a lot of um, success with Noom. Can you tell me about that? Yes. I love Noom because it's consistent. It holds you accountable. You know, it's not high and low and, and also it leaves room for error. Human yeah. error, it happens to all of us. You're so human. But it's so nice to have something to f- lean back on, something to lean on for more tools. You know, I love their um, calorie tracker. They have the biggest database of food, so you don't have to like go searching endlessly to or like input on your own what you're eating. You can probably find it very easily with Noom, and it makes just keeping track of your eating habits very easy. And then you can see you can see where you're at. Yeah, start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com/toast. That's N-O-O-M.com/toast. Thank you. Noom.com/toast. What do you got to lose? Thank you so much. You're so welcome. First story. I would say this is the biggest news of the day, which says a lot. Chriselle Staus confirms she's dating boss Jason Oppenheim. Selling Sunset star Chriselle confirms she's dating the famed real estate broker Jason Oppenheim, who also happens to be her boss. Staus revealed the relationship with PDA pack photos hidden at the end of a new Instagram photo dump from a vacation to Capri, Italy. In one of the photos posted Wednesday, Oppenheim can be seen kissing Staus's neck. Oppenheim responded to the photos with a heart emoji in the comment section, and then his brother commented, love you, Chriselle. Thank you for making my brother happy. Then model Tina, who was also on the trip, I have to imagine she was there with Brett because then Roman and Mary were there too. Right, so it was, so it was like was a, a couple triple. Trip. Yeah. So the model wrote, oh, congratulations, you guys. Finally, IG official, you know, letting people know that she knew for a while. Right. I hate people like that. Like, so glad you could finally share our secret. Oh my God, it's been, I've been dying to like no, share like, the secret. No, I'm so excited about this. Been like bursting out of me. Like, shut up. Like, we get it. You knew first. That doesn't make you cool. No, totally. And, but it also means that they have been dating for more than just a day. Well, can we talk about the atrocity that was this quote unquote announcement? Okay. If it so weren't for the people- comments, I would have never have known that this was a relationship announcement it was like group pictures it was a dump and then there's one photo where like yeah that's an inappropriate place for like his boss to put his lips like that's the only thing that I was like oh that's weird but I'm like they're they're so close at the selling sunset offices like it didn't strike me as anything and then her caption was like the j-lo effect which I today I was today years old when I realized that meant putting your relationship announcement at the end of a photo dump okay because to me the j-lo effect is I don't know being snatched at age 50 or like getting back with your ex-boyfriend. I don't no, know. to me, the J-Lo effect was just being on a boat in the oh. Mediterranean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but... Okay, like, literally, like, I didn't read anything into it. So many people tagged me, and I'm like, you guys, I like Selling Sunset, but, like, I'm not this big of a fan. Right. And then I think it was... It eventually dawned on me that they're dating, and it's just, like, really shocking. No, it's shocking for sure, just because, like, in my opinion, he's just not that cute. But he's super rich, so Mary just must be vomiting over this. Um, and she, like, had to caption, like, I'm okay with it, but, like, I just know she's not. Yeah, and, like, she people used were to commenting, like, um, Roman commented, so happy for you guys. Finally, people will stop with Jason and Mary, hopefully. Wait. Take a step back. Roman. <laughs> Same as Roman. Is it? Are you sure? Yeah. 
Roman. Oh, okay. Roman. <laughs> then I'll tell you where I got Roman from. From Joanna Krupa when she was on Real Housewives of Miami, and her man's name was Roman. Okay. Okay. I didn't just make it up. No, I think you did. Roman. His name is Roman. His name is Roman. Do you even watch Shelling Sunset? It's. I, 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 Joanna Gruber lives in my mind rent free. Like, I'm sorry. 100%. And so does Roman. No, that's toxic su- fucking relationship. You know what? I was going to make fun of you, but like, that is such a reasonable explanation. <laughs> I totally understand. And I only have space for one Roman, and it's Joanna Gruber's ex. But are you 100% sure Joanna Gruber's ex's name wasn't Roman? No, I feel really sure because I okay. wouldn't just like start calling people Roman. <laughs> I mean, you've called people the most random things. That's your Bali. Bali. <laughs> um, but back to what you had just said his caption. His comment. His comment. Can you read it again? So happy for you guys. Finally, people will stop with Jason and Mary, hopefully. You know, because everyone on the show no, was Of course, like, I know what that means. Okay. But I just want to talk about, like, the level of loserdom <laughs> in, in just, like, actually saying that out loud. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, like, a 10 out of 10. I agree, especially because I saw that comment, but I didn't, I hadn't seen who wrote it yet. I thought it was, like, just another, maybe, like, you know, um, the girl, Tarek's. Heather Ray Young. Heather Ray Young. That's something like Heather Ray Young could say, yeah. and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, it's like a, ch- a joke from the show." Yeah. But for Mary's husband. husband to say that, I don't know. No, and I actually just like feel really sad for Mary. I hated Mary like the whole time because she's like trying to make this relationship with Roman like happen, and it's like it's not going to happen. But it's like happening. It is happening, but like. She went from dating Jason, who's, like, the boss. Everyone, like, loves him. He's super wealthy. They're so successful. And, like, then she's, like, bankrolling this, like, kid as her husband. Like, it's just not an ideal situation. So I'm sure what she's feeling is, like, you know, seeing Chriselle live out her dream. Oh, you think so? But I feel like at any point she could have said goodbye to Ramon. No. I don't think she could have. You don't? No. I think, like, Jason was, like, done with her, like, the second... It started. Like, that's just what I think. Okay. Interesting. He expressed not one morsel of interest in her romantically, barely even as a friend, like, in the entire time I watch that show. You know who I really need to know? how Christine. I need to know how Christine feels about this, like, this trip, this everything. I'm sure she could not give a shred of a shit. No, I feel like she is so, um, just, like, on the outs. Like, she's still part of the show, and she's going to be amazing, and I can't wait to watch, but, like... You know, she's also in like um, in the Amalfi Coast, and they're not meeting up. Yeah, of you know? course, because she can afford her own trip. Like she doesn't need to get on her boss's boat. But also, when it comes to Christine, like there is a weird level of like intimacy with this group of people. Like technically, what we're supposed to believe is like they all work together. Would you ever go on vacation with your coworker? No, like most normal people wouldn't. So like, and like, would you have dinner with your coworker every night and like go out to dinner with your coworkers and then wake up and have breakfast with your coworkers before you go back to work? No, it's just like an unhealthy, maybe like, sorry, Christine has a normal work-life balance. No, I completely agree. You I really just sound like a man, like. Oh, with your voice. <clears throat> no, it yeah. doesn't sound that bad. Okay. Actually, but I don't know. And I'm sorry, I just coughed directly into the mic. Like, that was so rude. <laughs> a little treat for you guys. <sighs> um, but let's talk about the relationship itself. Right. Like, meh. Like, I'm not living for this in any in any way. And it's just, it's really surprising. I just feel like Chriselle is one of those girls who literally has the worst taste in men. Because, like, just, I like, despise Justin Harley. Even when you look at these pictures and the body language, like, it's well, not there. No, no, it's, that's such, such an excellent point. As a body language expert myself, there is so much space between them. But they're also, like, close. So they're, like, it's fake, like, for sure. I don't think it's fake, but I just don't think she's that into it. Like, I think, 
I don't know what happened that like led her in this direction, but I just don't think that this is like the greatest love story of our time. And I disagree with you about Justin Hartley. Oh my God. If Justin Hartley literally busted into the studio and was like, Claudia, marry me right now. I'll give you anything you want. I'll make you the star of This Is Us. I would literally tell him to get out. Like I despise him. Well, I wouldn't want to be the star of This Is Us either, but you know what I but mean. he's so handsome. No, he's not. And successful. Ugh. Despise. Okay. Well, like, yes, traditionally, his looks, like, from a completely non-biased third-party perspective, could make up a handsome man. But the man inside, no. That, I could get behind that. I don't know the man inside, but we only, like... That's like Justin Timberlake. We saw... No, no, because his looks are not it. Yes, they are. No. Like, arbitrarily, no. if we came from another planet no. and we saw him, we'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess this is a handsome man. No. But from no. the second no. a no. word came out no. of his mouth no. and he danced and had his curly ramen noodle hair... It was a no for me. No, I disagree on I don't think counts. you could say that Justin Timberlake is not, like, handsome in a completely, Let like, me look. I haven't looked at him in a while. Yeah, I guess I haven't either. Let me look. Show me pics. I'm going. It's gonna be May. It's tough. It's really tough. Eh, actually? I don't know. I actually think he looks better in these pictures than I was thinking of in Really? I think he looks worse. Wait, show me again. Like he looks like Robbie Hayes. That was a really like, nice compliment to Robbie Hayes. He looks like Richard Madden a little bit. You know what? Justin Timberlake is not cute. I mean, I've been trying to tell you. Well, I just thought like because he's so mediocre and he got so famous, like he must be handsome. So I never even questioned it. But now that I just looked at this photo, that's not a cute man. And this was like number two photo on Google Images. Like I wasn't trying he to. He's at the Oscars. I like, wasn't trying to sabotage him. No, no, I actually no. chose a photo where I think he looks really nice, better than I remember Do you think as. Jason Oppenheim is cute? He's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But he's a cutie. And for he sure. has a really nice personality on the show. And he's like a Oof. nice boss. You hit him with the personality. No, like, and he, like, he's, he's cutie. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying he's anything. Cutie. I'm not saying about anything about that either of them as individuals. I'm just saying these two together, like what ha- what went wrong, honestly. Yeah. And even these pictures, like still, if it wasn't for everyone saying that it's because they're in a relationship, like this is how you pose with your boss who you really like and you go on trips and yacht trips with. Yeah, not the kissing like, of the neck, but for that, sure. That? Yeah. That's no. not a couple. This was the worst announcement ever. Like how are we supposed to this know? This is not a couple. Everyone on the YouTube. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. So that's my thoughts on that. I mean, clearly they are dating and they're saying they're a couple. For sure, but like talk about the worst announcement ever, like having absolutely no grip on like social media behaviors. And I just like, I just don't think this is a great love story. No, this isn't it for Chriselle. No, I, I agree. But I look forward to watching this season and see the circumstances that brought them to this conclusion. Right, like how desperate did she have to, like what circumstances left her feeling that desperate? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe Justin Hartley like showed up and like ripped her a new one and she was just looking for a friend. I know, I guess for a friend. And also it's like Jason, he's always like with models, Mm -hmm. right? And like what made him like after knowing Chriselle for three years now, like be like Chriselle's the one. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, for both of them. So it's not like either one of them is not worthy of the other. Like I actually think they're both individually interesting people mm-hmm. i just want to put them together. what changed yeah what changed? and also like whose idea was it to have this terrible caption and photo series yeah yeah that's what i really want to know i agree so we'll keep you posted um on the most random couple news 
that I've heard recently. Yeah, but like it's not that random, like because they're on the same show. But I literally would have never even thought twice about. I'm like, no, no. They could literally be making out in these pictures, and I would be like, no. Why are you guys tagging? It's for the show. It's for the show. Why am I being tagged? Totally. Are you ready for our next story, which is some exciting content news? Some exciting content news, finally. ECNF. EC. News, finally. (laughs) ECNF. ECNF. HBO Max's satirical series about the royal family, The Prince, will air, start streaming today. We got a trailer. We got a trailer that was so hysterical. Like, and it really, so I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be mostly George, but it's everyone's there. Queen, Meghan, Harry, Will, Kate, everyone. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to see how Gary interpreted everyone's personality. Um, But HBO Max's anticipated satirical animated comedy about the royal family, The Prince, has finally set a release date, and it's much sooner than you think. The streaming service will drop the first 12 episodes of the Gary Gennetti-created cartoon at 3 a.m. on Thursday. So it is live now. The Prince is a parodic twist about the imagined inner mechanics of the firm through the lenses of an animated Prince George who is the eldest son of William and Kate. The youngster is third in line of succession to the British crown. I feel like a lot of people don't know because they know Gary from Instagram as like funny Instagram guy, husband, cute part of a dynamic power couple with Brad, but he's like one of the most successful writers. He's written like for Family Guy, right? Forever. Yes, yes. So he got his own show like writing wise and he does the voice, right? Of um, He does the voice of Prince George. Of Prince George. So like, I feel like this is like going to be shocking for people because they only know him from like young people know him from Instagram. Yeah, but he has all the chops to make this a very great and successful And he was like way show. successful before his Instagram blew up. Yes. Also, here is the cast. It's some really inspired casting. Orlando Bloom is playing Prince Harry. Orlando Bloom is playing Prince Harry. Okay. You know, this is a palace inside of a larger palace. <laughs> yes. Alan Cumming is playing George's butler, Owen. Oh, fabulous. I saw Alan Cumming on the street once. Exciting. Riding a bike and like singing. And I was like. That track. I was waiting for the light and he like biked right past me. And I'm like, I think that was Alan Cumming. And he turns around and he was like, it was. <laughs> Francis de la Tour is Queen Elizabeth. Don't know her. Lucy Punch is Kate Middleton. Don't know her. Condola Rashad is Meghan Markle. I'm familiar. Ewan Rion is Prince William. Don't Where know. is Sophie Turner? Sophie Turner is Princess Charlotte. I feel like she doesn't have a big role. Dan Stevens is Prince Charles. He is from Downton Abbey, and he also voices the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. <gasps> Stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And he will be playing... Um, Charles. Sorry. Stevens is also voicing Prince Philip. Wow. He's a twofer. Ooh. He's got a lot of good voice work going yeah, on, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably why he was cast from... Beauty and the Beast. It was a lot of voice work. Oh my God, that's so exciting. I'm actually going to watch it today, even though like I probably have to wait until after the Olympics. Like I can't spare a minute of my free time watching anything but the Olympics, but I really want to watch this because you know, the trailer gave me major vibes. Three, two, one. Alan Alan Gregory. Gregory. Yes. Um, Which was the most underrated animated show of all time. Voiced by Jonah Hill, the main character. And I just feel like not enough people talk about it. I mean, some of these animations are, like, really savage, to be honest. Yes. Like, look at Prince Philip. Oh, that's... And look at William. Like, I think that's probably... <laughs> considering William's still alive, that's probably, like, the worst one. Yeah. Um, Queenie looks like Queenie. Queen looks like Queen. Queen and Charles like, looks like Charles. And Charles looks like Charles. Um, Meghan and Harry look... I, I feel like... I wonder how much they're going to be in it, but they looked... Like, fine. Fine. They looked yeah. like cartoons So of I would themselves. say William was, like, got... The most slighted. <laughs> the most slighted. For sure. Because Prince George looks adorable. Adorable. He looks like Alan Gregory. Yeah. No, he's so fucking cute. Uh, justice for Alan Gregory. 
I wonder if Jonah Hill knows like the impact of that one show that he probably did one days of one day work for. I feel like if he had chosen Ruthie, he would know. Yeah, he obviously like has bad choice decision making skills because he didn't choose Ruthie and he didn't choose Alan. I agree. Disgusting. Disgusting. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's a story that's brought to you by. Vivino. Mm-hmm. We all enjoy a nice glass of wine, especially after a long day, during a fancy dinner. And we're no experts, but we know what we like, and we also love trying new varieties, like wines our local stores don't carry. So that's why we use Vivino, the world's biggest online wine marketplace. They're also the largest on- online wine community with 50 million users who have, related, who have rated and reviewed just about every wine. They carry a lot of our favorites, plus they, su- they suggest exciting, personalized recommendations for you based on your taste. If you never knew that certain wines existed, you'll know even more now about what you do like, thanks to Vivino. I had the same experience. I drink the same, like, one wine, and I'm really not, a, like, experimental. You know, I don't like to try new things. Yeah. But Vivino just, like, I told them what I liked. They sent me what I liked, and they also sent me some things they thought I would like. And they have a really good... Um, system for that because I actually really ended up uh, enjoying a lot of the wines that I got and they have an app and it's everything that you need to know about wine it's right in the palm of your hand you can see all the ratings reviews you can also leave your own and of course you can buy wine our favorite thing to do is to scan a bottle when we're shopping in store and see what Vivino's users say about it so if you're in store you can still use the app you can buy app buy wine on the app you could also use it if you're buying elsewhere to get some details on this bottle of wine we've really stepped up our wine game thanks to Vivino give them a try and we know you're gonna love it go to vivino.com toast and use the code toast at checkout to save 20% off your first order of up to two hundred dollars that's V-I-V-I-N-O dot com slash toast. Code toast to save 20% off your first order of up to $200. Vivino dot com slash toast. Code toast. See site for details. Terms apply. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Next story. Rihanna is picking sides in Rahoni feud between Leah McSweeney and Ramona Singer. I saw. The bad gal is known as a Bravo fanatic who follows her favorite stars on social media and occasionally weighs in on various Real Housewives happenings. And sometimes she even gets name dropped in an episode. So this week the fight broke out between Ramona and Leah. Um, Ramona quipped that she would promote Leah's brand, mistaken call, mistakenly called married to the mob, Leah mob or mob something. And Leah <laughs> replied, you're not exactly my demographic, so it's all good. I already have Rihanna wearing my shit. I don't need you wearing my shit. So Rihanna posted a carousel photo, the first one in a t-shirt that says bitch mob. Obviously from, from married, married to, to the, the mob. mob. And then a slide of her, her TV filmed of this scene. And then she said, what was said at Ramona? singer crying laughing emoji oh my god you guys like this every now and then rihanna pops her head up to let us know she's still watching bravo and i do believe the last time she acknowledged the bravo universe was um with tom schwartz like a million years ago he was brushing his teeth and was just like a random funny scene and she was like cracking up yeah so we haven't heard from her and i'm like glad to know she's still keeping up even with the worst of the shows real Housewives of new york she obviously has a lot of free time since she's not releasing an album so i'm really glad that she's still on the train with us right but i do think she's also the last remaining person on the leah uh yes what i was gonna say on the leah train i couldn't really understand like what the meaning of her message was and I'm afraid that it means she's on Team Leah. She definitely is. Like, she put the shirt on, she <clears> took a picture, <throat> yeah. and she inserted herself. But also, like, if the show you're watching says your name, like, you're gonna... Of course. You're gonna jump in. I'm actually so curious as to how many t-shirts Leah sold from that post. Like, yeah. I wonder if that was good for business. I always forget Leah has a business. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it was bad for business, but I also just sometimes feel like... Those things don't really happen anymore. Like, you know, yes. where, like, you know, it used to be back in the day, so-and-so was photographed, and it's, like, sold out. Yeah. And that still happens, I feel like, with Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle. But, like, 
now it's there's so much like content there's so many celebrities there's so many influential people and a lot of times people are like skeptical of what people are wearing thinking that it's like sponsored yeah I just feel like I mean you never know maybe one day like Leah will share I'm sure Andy will ask her that at the reunion yeah. now we have something to talk about yeah totally <laughs> Um, Finally. So, yeah, Rihanna's still watching Bravo. She's team Leah, and Leah now is probably going to be, like... Even more empowered to be annoying. Yeah, exactly. Totally. But I'm so glad Rihanna's still with us. Like, I thought we might have lost her because so much of the content went so downhill. But Rihanna, she's just like us. She has plenty of free time. (laughs) Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Just wrong. Wrong? Mm -hmm. Wrongness? W. Oof, what is it? Kelly Clarkson will have <gasps> to pay Brandon Blackstock $200,000 in monthly support. Kelly Clarkson has been ordered to pay her estranged husband, Brandon Blackstock, nearly $200,000 in monthly spousal and child support. Starting on April 1st, the singer will have to pay Blackstock $150K per month in spousal support and additional $45,601 per child in chi- per month in child support for the benefits of their two children, seven-year-old River Rose and five-year-old Remington, according to legal documents obtained by the Blast. She'll also have to pay all of Blackstock's legal fees, which amount to $1.25 million. The, You're kidding. The, this interesting factoid alert, the documents also state the daytime talk show host earns more than $1.5 million per month in income. Okay, so she's earning $1.5 million in income per month. She has to put away half for taxes. She's at seven fifty. dollars She's at 10% for agent, 10% for manager. Well, no, they wouldn't consider it her income at one point five. That would be post-commission. Post-commission, post-tax? Sure. Post-tax? No, 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 not post-tax. Hmm. because Kelly Clarkson herself is only receiving the 1.5 because your agency gets the money, they take their percentage, and then they give it to you. So 1.5, 750 minus taxes. So she's literally giving away 30% of her monthly income to this debt. No, I'm, that's me. I'm not going to say because I'm sure he's a wonderful father. But like this just really bothers me. Yeah, I think it bothers a lot of people. And you know what? It's so funny about this. Like I'm all for gender equality. Like I truly am. But some things just rub me the wrong way. <laughs> and this, like a man taking... a month from a woman, a mother. From the hardest working woman in Hollywood. Who deserves, like, who's finally getting, like, what she deserves. Like, The Voice, the Kelly Clarkson show, the tour. Like, she's finally getting her place in Hollywood. And she's having to give up so much of that for her fucking loser-ass Mm ex-husband. Is this the one who's related to Reba? Yeah. Reba shames you, Brandon. Shames. Yeah. This is disgusting. But, like, I just can't stress enough. Like, if the roles were reversed, I'd be like, yes, Kelly, get that money. What's the news? <laughs> yeah, there's just something. And I can't stress enough, like, how I'm all for equality. But, like, some things just Some things just are. aren't right. I agree. Some things just are. And you know what? Like, when we're reporting on opposite roles, it's because when you're divorced, like, more often than not, of course, everything, every case is different, but, like, majority of the custody goes to the mom so the mom deserves child support yeah also but kelly is the mom she alleged that he acted fraudulently as her manager Mm. so like that's fucking chicey and also he has given up his career as manager and is pursuing a full-time career as a rancher on his montana ranch his future career plans will include sponsoring rodeos and working the ranch well i would also quit my job as a manager if i knew i was getting 250 right i would go live the ranch life on the farm it was 200 plus than 40 right for child support no, no, no. It two hundred because it's one fifty plus forty five. Okay, so two hundred times twelve is what? Twenty four. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. So he's making two point four million dollars in salary for literally sitting on his ass. Yeah, on his ranch. I would quit and become a rancher too. Yeah. Ugh, this makes me so plus, mad. Plus, she has Just, to pay his legal pills. 
Justice for motherfucking Kelly. We have to get her like a new job. Like what's she, next? She what needs to raise. Yeah. What's next? Because now she has to support this schmuck. Yeah. Also, did you see the new trailer for The Voice? Yeah, of course. It was so good. It was so good. What song did she sing? Um, <clears throat> from Greece. Hopelessly Devoted. But now there's nowhere to hide since you push my love aside. I'm out of my head. Hopelessly devoted to you. Hopelessly devoted to you. So yeah, we just had Ariana Grande on the show. Um, so thank you for just, being here, Ari. <laughs> I, I loved like, the trailer. I loved the trailer. It was so cute. Like such a cute concept. She I was, feel like they're all like really nice. Like I know what celebrities are and like whatever. I just happen to feel like the four people who are hired as voice coaches right now are really four of the nicest celebrities. There's no doubt in my mind that... Kelly. Kelly is nice. There's no doubt in my mind that Blake Shelton is nice. There's a small doubt in my mind that John Legend, only because he's married to Chrissy Teigen and she's like a professional, like mean person. But I do feel like he's really nice. And Ari's definitely like cool as hell. I just, I don't, I think on these ensemble shows where it's not just about one big star, there's no room for these stars to take up all the air and the energy. No, and there's no room for people to be hired who are those types of celebrities. Right, and it won't work out. So I think they have to, and that just goes to show like Blake Shelton must be the nicest man in Hollywood because he's been on every season. And I feel like he's probably like the alpha of the show in terms of like, you know, everyone goes to him and he probably like is just like the father figure. I think he's had the most success with like talent. No, but like, it, I'm sure out of all the judges, it feels more like Blake's show because he's been there the longest. He doesn't and act he, like it. And he makes that show clearly a welcome environment. He, totally. So that's on Blake. And I just loved that little campfire, little setup. It was I so cute. I loved the whole thing. Me too. Like it was really, really sweet. And I'm not someone who like goes googly eyes for a trailer. No, me neither. But also, just back to what we were saying, we need to brainstorm some projects Kelly can pick up just to make up for that 250K per month. Like she's got to start doing some sponsor posts on her Instagram. I agree. Because I don't know how much actual like time she time, has. Yeah. You know, but like we got to get her like a crest sponsorship or something, you know, one post a month or like a commercial endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. Like she should be the the voice of like halls. What are they called? Like lozenges. lozenges. Like because she needs to protect her voice. She's like one of the best voices of our generation. Yeah. Well, speaking of one of the best voices of our generation, truly, Adele is reportedly considering Las Vegas residency with a huge payday. I feel like we've spoken about this. I know. We're always talking about potential residencies, which isn't like my favorite type of news, but... No, but I think before COVID, a lot of the news we were talking about like was going to come true. Right. And then everything was halted. But Adele is considering performing a residency in Las Vegas where she could earn a staggering 138K per night, according to a new report. That's what Kelly... Since, <laughs> oh my god she we were supposed one, to go to her residency of That's course it. no she has that coming up still oh good okay because like she needs uh, she needs to do two shows a month and then she'll make up for her, her husband who she's like literally carrying through this world <laughs> yeah sin city sources tell the sun that the rolling in the deep singer is mulling a residency at the strip's new venue resorts world which claudia actually went to the opening oh, yes. of. so maybe you could tell us where you could envision this taking Wait, place let me think i'm like so hazy where where was there this even like a could begin as early as january of next year okay first of all great location like right by the wind definitely good location for adele Okay. Really nice hotel too. Like you think clean. Adele approved. Adele approved. I didn't see like the theater because I went to the casino and I went to the club. That sounds like you. 
for sure. But um, I'm sure they have like a sickening theater. They have a theater which holds just about 5,000 people and they're already slated to host performances from Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Celine Dion, Carrie Underwood. Oh, fabulous. Yes. Yeah. So Sign just me like, up. Throw Adele in there. I do feel like, I don't know why, something about Adele just, I feel like she's not ready for that yet. Only in the sense that like, I think a lot of the time people who do residencies aren't retired per se, but they're headed towards that part of their career. Well, and they still, a lot of them still release music, but like they're not as heavily anticipated as Adele's next album. I agree with you completely in the way that we used to look at residencies, but the residency formula has changed. It's not now someone who like lives out their days in the Las Vegas desert and comes in every night Hacks. to sing their songs. Like, oh, if I, I haven't watched Hacks yet. You no, haven't? No, but I'm going to. It's like, to, it's top of the list. Actually, I should probably watch it today. Like, Oh my God, I really like need you to I'm watch gonna, it. Okay, I'm going to watch it today. Oh my God, I can't believe you haven't watched it. That's like disgusting. So that's what it used to be. You know, like Wayne Yes. Newton, yeah, like, yeah, Celine, that no, was it. No, but not even Celine. But then I remember before COVID, there was all these stories like Cardi B is doing a residency. Yes. And it turned into more like just a five night stay in Las yeah. Vegas or a few months. A two week run. Yeah, or it's like you don't have to live there in order to do it. So right. I feel like there's residencies in the way that we classically know them. Like you are living in Las Vegas and you're working every Donnie night. Donnie Marie. you're sort of like at that stage in your career right. and then there's also like cash grab residency vegas which is like when they wanted bruno mars it's not it has nothing to do with, with like bruno your, mars should be in it vegas. has nothing to do with them putting you on the shelf yeah yeah yeah. no i agree i agree cool i'm glad we're in agreement but the, the, then it feels like covid ruined all of that and like we're back to like that old school just added to the list Donnie of things Marie. that COVID, covid ruined, ruined. yeah it's i mean it would be really far down but totally it ruined yeah totally yeah and also ruined our experience of going to see kelly clarkson premiere night las vegas residency we had a table we literally bought the best table like, and i'm almost like 500 percent sure i never got my money back it was just going to be the best night of my life no i know and it was also the same weekend as cma fest in vegas it was so sick i had a dress and everything i still have the delta credit i know that but i'm like i I remember getting an email from Ticketmaster. They're like, we're just not going to refund everyone now. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, sure. Like, we're coming. And that was, like, literally two years ago. Like, oh, my God. Well, I guess that means we're still going. But you know what? Kelly can keep the money because she deserves it. Well, now you know it's going to Brandon. Oh, no Get rent. Snatch it up. Snatch it up. Um, so those were the fast five stories. I feel as though you needed to know them. I felt like they were very fast and very five. We have a small TV recap because I want to talk about some of the Olympics that I watched yesterday. And I know you, what did you watch? White Lotus. White Lotus, which everyone is talking about. So our mini TV recap segment is brought to you by Legacy Box, a super simple mail-in service to have all your videotapes, camcorder tapes, film reels, and pictures digitally preserved on a thumb drive, a DVD, or the cloud. If your family's memories are trapped on an old camcorder, a tape, a film reel, your childhood memories are just locked up, Introducing Legacy Box, a way for you to easily and affordably digitally preserve your past. The process from start to finish is super easy. You pack and send the items, their team will digitize everything by hand, and then you enjoy. You'll get back perfectly preserved digital copies on a thumb drive, a DVD, or the cloud, ready to watch, share, and enjoy. Everything is digitized by hand at their secure eight-acre digitizing campus where they use Premier scanners and playback decks to ensure each memory is mastered to the highest quality. Plus, they keep you up to date with regular email updates throughout the process of the digitization. They are the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos, and they have helped over 850,000 families digitally preserve their past. Get, start future, get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the family and begin a trip down memory lane. Go to LegacyBox.com toast 
to get an incredible 40% off your first order. If you buy today and take advantage of this exclusive offer, you can send it in when you're ready, but make sure to go to legacybox.com toast to save that 40% while supplies last. Thank you so much for that, Claudia. Legacy Box is the best idea that you wish you thought of. No, like literally, I would not be sitting here if I thought of Legacy Box because <laughs> it's the best fucking idea. Um, okay, the Olympics. I watched so much, I watched like all day yesterday, and then obviously like the prime time was men's gymnastics and swimming. Now I, you know what, justice for men's gymnastics because I was watching a little bit a few days ago, and like it was so on point, and they just don't get you know the shine that they deserve because those girls just sparkle like the top of the Chrysler building. Totally, and they do the same level of tricks. Some of them, that pummel horse thing. <gasps> oh. That's the male, male beam. Oh my God. Yes. It's impossible. So like, you're right. America lost. They didn't even place. Whatever. Really? Yeah. But during the day, I did watch men's synchronized um, diving, which is so interesting. Like, it's just, the, the NBC had this woman emceeing, whatever it's called, hosting. Correspondent. Correspondent. And when I watched Women's Diving Synchronized yesterday by myself, she was, she was the host. And she was so negative. That's so funny. Did I say that already? You did. And then I saw a comment that people were like, she was negative. She was. Except, my God, she was on point. Like, literally, I watched again yesterday with the same woman. And Ben mentioned her. I'm like, she's, like, so negative. But every time she says something, she's 100% on point. She said, like, these people can't get higher than a 75. No. She said they might get a little higher than a 75. They got a 77. She actually knew everything. It's so like... Maybe she wasn't being negative. Maybe everyone was just stinking it up. Okay, I have a question that I was wondering when I was watching the coverage of Simone Biles exiting the all-around. Is the commentary... Live. In real time? Yes. They, okay, so with Simone Biles, that shit happened at 6.45 a.m. They aired it on primetime, which is when you watched it at 8 p.m. But they air it still on NBC at 6.45. With that same commentary? With the same commentary. Just okay. nobody's watching because who the fuck okay. is awake at 6.45? Okay, because I was like, they could have, like, if they knew what was coming, you know, it might have informed what they said. It was all in real time, and they replay the live. Great. Thank you for that That's a good choice. question. I thought the same thing. Okay. So, because then she, imagine she watches the scores and then she records her audio. They can't get higher than 75. No, totally. And she has the answers to the test. Totally. No, I do believe it's all in real time. And so after day two of watching synchronized diving, I had enormous respect for the woman. And I take back what I said. She was incredible. And she was nailing every single point. Like she was just. What a roller coaster of emotions. She was so, I'm telling you, nobody on the planet Earth knows more about synchronized diving than this woman. Like she was so well read and like so smart. And she had this great like Southern accent, which first I found annoying, but now that I'm in love with her I think it was really good wow I'm so happy we love you know a change of heart no totally and then I watched um so America won silver and they were really good I'm really happy with that but like every time I'm watching something like China is just winning everything like I, I know you can like I actually want to check this morning like the official the score count yeah I want to check too. I check it like every five minutes um Olympic medal count if you just google it you guys I know a lot of people don't know this it just comes up oh that's cool and also if you open peacock they have it there too Okay. Or you could Google it. <laughs> okay, so we have the most overall medals, 38. Next is China with 31, and then Japan with 25. But in terms of gold medals, Japan and China have 15, and we have 14. Right, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I just like wish we were more ahead. Yeah. Wait, so who's top three in the medal overall? Overall, China, Japan, us. Okay. Oh, well, we're oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. China, us. Republic, Russian ROC. Olympic, which like, I think we spoke about that yesterday, but. ROC, it, Russian Olympic Committee. Just feels unfair. Like if you're disqualified, you're disqualified. Like. You don't get to like come back. With and a new name. Yourself the morning toast. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't get to come back in a wig, like with a new name. <laughs> totally. 
Um, okay, and then I watched, of course, what everyone tuned in for yesterday, Caleb Dressel. He had already won one, one gold medal, but that was like a relay that he won with his four teammates, and they won so easily. Like, they were obviously going to win. But then, like... Uh-huh, love a relay. Totally. I'm sad I miss this. Yeah, but, no, but that totally was a couple days ago. That was a couple days ago. Then, last night, he ran his first individual one, and he won. It was the men's free 200, and he won by, like, literally four one-hundredths of a second. And he's just so fucking hot. Like, there's just nothing... He's just so hot. And then he went for his interview post-race. And he was just, like, very overwhelmed. And before he brought... They brought in his family via Microsoft Teams. But before that, it was a sponsorship. Before that, he was just, like... He was crying. He's, like, just been, like, such a hard year. And he was just, like, really giving me, like, Simone Biles, like, un, like really struggling vibes. And I'm, like, this is... What's the word I'm looking for? It's not just Simone. It's prevalent amongst all athletes. Like, mm-hmm. he was literally, like, just unwell. Then they brought in his family. They were on Microsoft Teams in Orlando, and he just, like, lost his mind. He was crying. Like, his wife was just, like, they, they couldn't even hear each other. They were just, like, talking on top of each other, and his parents were there, and then his brother came in. Like, it was so beautiful and stunning. I feel like the impact of these athletes not able, not... To have their families. Able to have a family, not one person, not even, like, usually your whole family would go, everyone who was on Teams in Orlando would be there in the cheering section, would be seeing them. But to not even let them have one person of support, I think contributes majorly to this mental health crisis Crisis. that we're seeing. I could not agree more. And very few of the athletes are incredibly lucky that their husbands, wives, or like parents are their coach. And that's the only reason that they're able to be there with them. But that's because they're their coach. Right. But most people's coaches are just coaches. They're not related to them. Right. So it's, I agree. It's a crisis. And it's like, if everyone just had their mom or their dad or their partner, it would make a world of difference. I really agree. I completely agree as well. So that's interesting. Um, and then, because I'm sick, I fell asleep. Like, I just needed to stay up for Caleb Dressel, and I went to bed at, like, 10 o'clock, so it's not my fault. Um, I don't know what ended up happening. I, I know Katie Ledecky swam, but I don't know if she won, so I'm sorry. Like, I'm letting... Silver. She won silver. Eek. Okay. Who won gold? It was a relay. Was a, oh, so it wasn't her fault. Okay. Who won gold? Do you know who won gold? Irrelevant. Yeah, not America. Not Australia. Not, oh, okay. That's Yeah, really Australia's, weird. like, killing it. China. China. No, China wins everything. Like... It's just not fair. From what I've been, the ones that I have caught, like the, um, it was China. The sports that I have caught, it really feels like everybody's winning. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Really, every sport. Canada. Every sport I watch, it's like China winning by mile and America in like second or third. Interesting. Okay. Maybe we're just watching different things. I agree. Um, Because you're watching White Lotus, so how was that? Because I was watching White Lotus, which I saw people were talking about, and, like, it's about um, the premise is, like, all these random people are on vacation in Hawaii at this resort. Jennifer Coolidge is on it, Jennifer Coolidge is in it, and, like, she's so amazing, but her character I just, like, don't fully understand. Yeah, I mean, she does an amazing job, but, like, you're just constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop with the show, and the way that it's filmed, like, the scenes are really long, and there's a lot of talking, but it's, like, usually in shows you only say... They, like really every word that's spoken is like intentional and you know you don't just like waste time just talking about stuff right. but like there's just the way that it's filmed I guess it's like quirky and meant to be like interesting but it's just it's kind of stupid honestly oh and the show there's only three episodes out so far which I didn't realize when I started I hate it. that I know like starting something with nothing to give yeah and it's just like I don't if everyone's talking about the show like it's just because it's on HBO Max and it's pretty star-studded I mean Connie Britton's in it and she's amazing Ugh. she's probably my favorite character but like the, her daughter daughter the teenage girls like they're just like such assholes and like I just I'm like what am I watching like what's the point totally what's the point who else is in it 
um, the girl from the thruple in Why Women Kill. Oh, you know what? I do believe I saw a clip of this on TikTok. Does it turn out that Connie Britton's husband's father was uh, gay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw what? like a clip of it on TikTok. Oh, interesting. It was yeah. like supposed to be funny. People were sharing it. I didn't, I didn't get it. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, that's like one storyline. He's just like having a hard time. Uh, mid, yeah, some sort of midlife crisis because he also got on, went on the trip and like his testicles were swollen, which they showed us. <gasps> they showed us no, I have to big watch. balls. No, I have to watch. And like, I'm surprised that didn't go viral on TikTok. Totally. You know, White Lotus episode one, right? Minute Twenty. I'll have um, to check that out. Like, and it's just like the way that it. It was like we were watching a different couple scene. Right. And then flash to the next scene and we're just on testicles. Like, yeah. It wasn't like they're talking about it and then they show us. Yeah. It just opened. Like, Oof. it was really crazy. Just testies. Just testies for the resties. <laughs> and so he, like, went on the trip thinking that he might have testicular cancer. And oh. then, you know, I won't spoil it. No, nah, I won't. Um, so he's having this sort of just, like. Crisis. Life. Like. You know, what is life? Existential crisis. Existential crisis. Like, let's make the most of every day. But his son just, like, wants to play video games. Of course. Like, fuck off, Dad. No, but it's also, like, you're at this amazing resort in Hawaii. Like, I can't relate to being on your Nintendo the whole time. Of course. And also just, like, watching these shows. It's like, I don't know if all kids are like the kids in the show. But it's, like, it's really fucking bleak. I know. No, kids these days are They're assholes. They're so mean, moody, and, like, what all they do is drugs. Like, I just, I don't Literally. know. Literally. That's what it sounds like. I definitely remember being, like, a mean, moody teenager. But I don't think I was really doing drugs. No, and like you still have respect for like of course like, no parents we, and authority no and like not anymore stuff not anymore not anymore. <laughs> so Apologies. I mean, I'll keep watching because it's pretty like aesthetically pleasing in terms of like it's set at a resort Stunning. and it wasn't like bothering me. But I'm just like again, like what's everyone watching? Right, really? right, right. Like why all the hoopla? Right, but well, now we have the prince. So. Now we have the prince. OBX season two comes out tomorrow. I heard. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Looks high. I'm like. I don't know if maybe because I was just like so hyped up on it and it was COVID. Like, I don't even care. Like, I feel like. No, I feel like season one was really good, but season yeah. two looks like too much chaos. Yeah. And it's like, I can only suspend disbelief for so long. Like, these 16 year olds are treasure hunting and they're running away to the Bahamas. Like, I can't. Like, right. where are your parents? No, they're the ones chasing them. Right. Like, right. please. Yeah. No, it's all a little crazy. So I need to watch Hacks. I need to. You need to catch up on Love Island. I need to. Ugh. It's a tall task. I know, but tomorrow's Friday, so we, we haven't done any recaps this week because you're behind. That would mean I would have to watch everything today. Yes, yeah, so you have to watch all of Love Island today, so we could do a recap tomorrow. Oh, my God. Because we also have no TV recap tomorrow. Well, what if I were to watch something else interesting that people wanted to hear about? No, like but, The Cook of Castlemar but, but, on Netflix. It's but a new I didn't watch, piece I didn't watch yesterday, but yesterday was the recoupling ceremony from Casa Amor. So, like, there's a lot happening. Oh, and someone sent me a picture. Like, Is they, it a spoiler? Yeah, I'm not going to say. say. I'm not going to say what it was, but they sent me... A spoiler picture because I guess like someone in the house sleeps with one eye open and like you see it. it who she's with a couple. Yeah. Oh, that's and really it's fucking like annoying. Someone who wears. Don't tell me. From my POV, it's like this Crazy. person is very much in a couple. I thought you don't, was, don't 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 don't. And then don't. this person don't 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 seriously seriously. I thought you were gonna say someone sent you a picture of someone sleeping in TMT merch. <laughs> That's how delusional that I be, am. That would be amazing. Yeah, I know. Have you um, checked all their Instagrams to see if there's any toasters on the show? Yeah, I think I checked like the second the show started and none of them were. Not even Casa Amora? Amora? Casa Amora? No, I haven't checked, but none of them give me toaster energy. The only one who did was Shannon. And she let me down. No, but it's always, it's never who you expect. No, but also like seeing these people's Instagrams because they haven't been able to update them. So you're seeing what they look like before they're famous. Jeremy's Instagram, you have to look at. It is the 
biggest piece of losery content. It's just every single day a new p- mirror picture of him without a shirt on. It's so Stop. losery. Yeah. That's really bad. It's really bad. That's really bad. He should have like just that. like started a brand new Instagram. Like it's yeah, embarrassing. And like left little mystery. Totally. Damn. Um, okay, so we will do our best to recap Love Island. We'll tomorrow. do our best, but some of us might watch Hacks or the Co- Hookup Castle, our new period piece dropped on Netflix. Thank God. It looks so good. Juicy. You want to wrap up? My throat hurts. I would love to wrap up. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you do need to know every Monday through Friday on podcast, on YouTube, audio, video. It's just so fabulous. There are so many different platforms where you can consume our content. The podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all of the places. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to give this video a thumbs up. Write a comment about maybe what your favorite segment was, anything that made you laugh out loud. We'd love to know those sorts of things because we love to make people laugh out loud. We do. If you're listening as a podcast, head to the podcast app leave a five-star review you know let us know again what made you laugh out loud what's what's your favorite news that we report what segments tickle your fancy how do you feel about man the this is a long fucking wrap-up I'm, I'm doing it my way okay yeah, yeah. i did it my, my way. way and that is all she wrote so thank you so much for listening um we'll see you tomorrow society season two what is it um it's good it's gonna be the what uh, about bells Sure. Oh, yeah. Bells, because of going to the chapel. Bells, bells, bells. Love you guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Feel better, Claudia.